0: Do we have the power to influence our environment? Are our feelings and thoughts much more powerful than we ever gave them credit for? My name is Don Culp. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, Reiki master teacher, meditation coach, and owner of The Zen Room in Gilroy, California. You can also find us online at www.thezenroom.net. And today, we are going to be talking about emotions and intentions. Hi everyone and thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Zen Room. When I first kicked this podcast off, I asked this question. Do we have the power to influence our environment? And that can bleed into, do we have the power to influence our reality? Do we have the power to influence our future? Do we have the power to influence our um, opportunities that we rendezvous with? And um, this conversation is getting some traction. And a lot more people are having this conversation in various circles. And I'm going to tell you, some of you are going to listen to this and it is not going to resonate with you. Others of you are going to hear this and it's going to resonate big time with you. And then there's going to be a whole bunch of people in the middle. And like I always say, um, listen, see what resonates, see what doesn't resonate. Thank goodness for variety. Not everybody is going to really jive with this whole message and that's okay I love the fact that there's variety in life. Life would be very boring otherwise. It's not for me to say who's right, who's wrong. It's for me to ask questions, maybe to get you to think about things differently and see what sticks. So what I will tell you is this has been a question that I have been thinking about practicing, um, incorporating for many, 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 many years now. So, if we're talking about Don's own personal experience and Don's own personal vantage point, viewpoint of the world, when it comes to the question, do we have the power to influence our reality? My experience is yes. And there's other people who will say that's a bunch of horse manure. And I would say that's okay. I'm telling you my experience here. So, about 10, 12 years ago, I started on this path. And I figured, you know what? What have I got to lose? What have I got to lose to to see about, read about, learn, maybe meditate on being more deliberate with my thoughts and being more deliberate with my emotions? It's really not much more than that. And I always say I had absolutely nothing to lose. Gosh, I guess it's been more like 13, 14 years now that I think about it. It's been a while. It's been a wonderful ride. It's been a great journey. And all evidence for me shows me, is evidence to me that when you are more deliberate with your thoughts and when you are more deliberate with your feelings and your energy, that yes, you can influence your environment. But let me start at the top. So let's be really, really clear as we're having this conversation. What do I mean when I say intention? Okay, so if we look at the Merriam-Webster's definition of intention... Very basic definition is it is a determination to act in a certain way or a concept considered as the product of attention directed to an object of knowledge. Okay, so um, she had the intention of running for student body president. That was her intention. That was her determination and purpose to move in a certain direction. Or... um, It is my intention to speak more thoughtfully, okay? So it is my intention. It is with my uh, attention directed to a certain area, um, I will behave in a certain way because my intention is leading the charge, okay? So intention is our thoughts and then we have our emotions, and emotions are our feelings, right? So the definition of emotion, again, from Merriam-Webster, is a conscious mental reaction subjectively experienced as strong feeling, usually directed towards a specific object or person, and typically accompanied by physiological and behavioral changes in the body. Okay. Okay. We've all felt emotion. We have felt fear. We have felt elation. We have felt anger. We have felt love. We feel it in our bodies and it comes with physiological responses. Okay. So there are many folks in the land of quantum science or quantum physics. And that is basically a a science that lives beyond this 3D reality, this time space reality. This Newtonian, right? So this Newtonian reality is, um, the theory is very much, here's an apple. (laughs) If I drop the apple, gravity's going to pull it down to the ground and that apple is nothing more than matter. You get into the quantum field or the quantum science, quantum physics, and you start moving into a space beyond time and space, beyond this 3D reality, beyond matter that you and I are so used to experiencing on a daily life. And a lot of the notions by quantum physicists say, and I can name one in particular, I'm reading his book right now, it's Dr. Joe Dispenza, and the name of the book is beca- uh, called Becoming Supernatural. It's a really, really, really interesting book. And the theory is that when your intentions match your emotions you can influence your environment. So let me break that down even a step further. When your intentions or thoughts that come out of your brain match the feelings coming out of your heart, when those two impulses are coherent, meaning vibrating on the same frequency, You can influence your world. You can influence your environment. So let's just say, for argument's sake, that you're having very grateful thoughts about your dog. I love my dog and I am appreciating my dog and my intention is to spend more time with this dog and attract other people who love their dogs as much so that we can go to the dog park and have wonderful dog playdates, okay? I'm using a very benign example that nobody's going to argue with me about, okay? And so that is my thought. That is my intention. I love my dog. I want to attract other dog lovers who love their dogs so that we can all go down to the dog park and have a wonderful dog playdate. Okay, great. It's more than just a thought though because when I think about how much I love my dog, my heart gets warm and fuzzy. We know what those warm, fuzzy feelings feel like. We, um, we are grateful and we have those grateful heart-swelling feelings in the body, in the heart, maybe in the chest. We just feel kind of light and fuzzy all over. It's a beautiful feeling. In that moment, our thoughts are having an impulse about loving dogs and attracting other dogs into our circle. That matches our heart. And our heart is very much loving our dog and wanting that as well. There's no argument. The brain and the heart are coherent. If you hold that point of attention regularly, let's say you meditate on it five days a week, maybe, you, maybe 10, 15 minutes a day. If you start to hold that thought both in your head and your feelings, your heart, on a regular consistent basis. Quantum mechanics say it is law that will be brought to you. Okay, so that's easy to do, right? Let's just say that you move to a new town and you move there all by yourself with you and your dog and you are all about the dog and that's a very important thing to you. Some people listening are not are not dog lovers. They're like I would never I would never ask for that. I I don't want that and so that would never be me. So I'm going to use now another another example that everybody in their life will have either experienced it in the past are experiencing it now or will experience it in the future person a let's just call person a jane jane does not like her job jane doesn't like her job she doesn't like the hours. she doesn't like the pay. she doesn't like her manager she doesn't like the work there's nothing about her job that she likes she feels it in her heart. She's disappointed. She's nervous because she doesn't want to lose her job. Um, sorry, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to quit her job because then she won't have a paycheck, you know. So there's all these really yucky feelings, feelings in the heart, whenever she thinks of job, whenever she thinks of work. So Jane has decided, I want a new job. So Jane is maybe daydreaming in her car about the kind of job that she wants. Or maybe she's sitting in meditation, thinking about the kind of job that she wants. Or maybe she's, maybe she's just doing something very uh, practical. Maybe she's making a, a, a list of all of the things that she wants her job, her next job to be and do. All of these thoughts, 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 thoughts. She can have all of the intentions in the world. However, when she starts to feel all of the feelings that come with loving her job, she will begin to influence her environment in a very positive way. So most people, what happens is, uh, my phone will ring and someone will say, "Don, I hate my job. What can I do? How can I meditate? How can I visualize? Because I hate my job so much, I just need a new job. And my advice to them is always this you cannot you cannot attract or influence a new job or line up with a new job if you are constantly vibrating at i hate my job they're on two different channels it's like wanting to tune into country music and expecting to hear rock and roll you're you're on the wrong channel for that so one of the first things that i say to them is if you want to find a better job, one that suits all of those things on your, on your pro list, on the pro side of your, uh, job must haves, then you need to vibrate at, I love my job. If you want to love your job, you need to vibrate. You need to feel your emotions need to feel like right now, I love my job. And that is something that people typically get wrong. They're asking for a new job with their thoughts, with their brain, but they're vibrating at because I hate my job. And the two are not coherent. So basically your, your, your thoughts are thinking one thing and your heart is thinking someone else in the, somewhere else. And the two need to match. The two need to be aligned. The two need to be in harmony or in frequency together. So the first thing that I say is, all right, so if you want a job that you love... First, you have to start by loving the job that you have. If you're talking merely about frequency, if you're talking merely about vibration, that's a key step. So basically, the first thing that we all need to do as we are questioning, gosh, can we influence our environment? Is that possible? The first thing that we need to wrap our heads around is that everything is energy first. Everything that I am talking about Every single thing, new job, new husband, new car, new wife, um, love, romance, house, you name it, uh, insert topic here, has a frequency that it vibrates at. We live in a vibrational universe. Everything has a frequency. You have a frequency. You have electrical impulses that your brain sends out. You have electrical impulses that your heart sends out. All you need to do is do an EKG, an EEG, an EEG to to recognize what those frequencies are. So if we want to line up with things that we want, we have to make sure that our mind and our bodies are in cooperation with what we want. Not fighting against one another. Our brain can't want a job that we love at the same time as our heart is fighting the job that we have. You're you're just not going to get any momentum or traction there. So if you think that our thoughts are electrical and our feelings are magnetic, that might help you to understand this whole concept, right? So let's say, and I like to use this analogy a lot because I think it really helps people to understand. Let's say you're fishing, and the lake that you're fishing in is the stream of possibilities. It's the uh, unified field, if you will. The stream of possibilities is the lake, anything you want, consider it a fish and your fishing pole is your is your means to to gather it okay so first thing that we need to do and this is just another way of saying what I said earlier but you guys might hear this a little bit differently in this way so hopefully this analogy will give you yet another perspective if thoughts are electric and feelings are magnetic then thoughts are casting the, line, the fishing line into the water and feelings are reeling it in. Thoughts send it out. Feelings magnetically pull them to you. So, I want a job that I love. That's a thought. You cast your line into the water and this stream of potential, this lake of potential, the fish is on that line immediately fish on. The moment you pop your line into the water, fish on. How do you reel it in? How do you magnetically pull it toward you? That's where the feelings come in. That's where the feelings need to match the thought. So what happens is, and it just happened to me last month, uh, one of my clients called and says, I hate my job. I hate my job. I hate my job how do I meditate? How do I meditate in order to get a different job? And I said, first of all, you got to start loving the job that you have. Tell me all of the things that you love about your job. She's like, I don't love my job. And I said, that's not true. And I said, if I said, if you were to quit tomorrow, what would happen? She says, well, I wouldn't have the paycheck and that would stink. And I said, okay, so you love the fact that your job is paying you so that you have a warm, cozy roof over your head and beautiful food on your table. Yes, that's true. And I said, okay, great. What else do you love about the job that you have right now? Well, there's this really cool connection that I made and I think we're going to be friends even after I go. And I said, great. So right now you're grateful about your existing job because it's paying the bills and it's made you a friend. That's a beautiful thing. And the next thing you know, she found herself starting to shift around how she felt about her job. She went from hating it to finding things to be appreciative of. And next thing you know, she's like, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I can't attract the job that I want by hating the job that I have. I have, if I want a job that I love, I have to love the job that I have. Yes, exactly. So she decided every day, she's like, you know what? This job is beautiful. This job is a bridge. I appreciate that this job is a bridge, that this job is going to carry me to my next job, which is going to be even more um, of an expansion of who I am, an evolution of who I'm becoming, um, but I love this job for all that it's affording me right now, and I've learned so much, and I love the connections that I've made, and she found herself really truly shifting her emotional state, how her heart felt about her job, and she really started to appreciate her job. She actually really, really start started to like her job, and do you know what happened two weeks later? She randomly heard about this other job that was right what she was looking for and she went and she interviewed and she got it. And it didn't take any time at all. A month later, she called me saying, guess what? (laughs) I got a new job and I love it. And I said, what was the catalyst of change for you? And she said, understanding that my head and my heart had to match. And I said, good, That's, that's a big, big thing to understand. So little food for thought around that. And here's what I would say. There's more and more scientific proof coming online all the time around um, us being able to influence our environment, being that we live in a vibrational universe. Nobody argues that gravity exists. Nobody wonders if when they wake up tomorrow, if when they put their feet on the floor after being in bed all night, that they're going to have gravity at their feet. Nobody questions that. So if we can start to say, all right, so if this really truly is a thing... And maybe the science is now just starting to catch up. Um, What does it hurt in trying? What does it hurt in trying to say? All right, so what is something that I want? Let's just test the theory. Let's just see if this stuff actually works. Because that's how I started 12 years ago. Let's see if this stuff actually works by trying it on myself. And what I will tell you is time and time and time and time and time again, I had holy cow moments. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I, I helped influence that. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I helped pull this opportunity in. I can't believe it. That's amazing. So start with something personal to you. Start to be very clear with your intentions or your thoughts because those are the electrical impulses. That's you casting your line out into the lake of potential. And then get your emotions, your heart on the same page. Imagine how excited you will be once you have it. Maybe you visualize yourself having already received it and feel the freedom that comes with that. Feel the love that comes with that. Feel the gratitude that comes with that. Feel the power that comes with that. It's it's pretty remarkable. And you can see for yourself. That's what I always say. If you test it on yourself and you can see it for yourself, then you can start to go, okay, there might be something to this. You might get really, really good at it and realize, well, I'm really excited that the science is finally here to support it or getting online to support it more and more every day, but I kind of already got all that I need as far as evidence goes because the evidence is showing up in my life. So that would be my uh, recommendation to you. But I wanted to share with you, again, out of this book written um, by Dr. Joe Dispenza, and the name of the book is Becoming Supernatural, And there was this really, really interesting experiment that was done by Rene Pioch. And I'm going to spell that because I'm certain that I I pronounced it incorrectly. First name is Rene, R-E-N-E. Last name is Pioch, P-E-O-C apostrophe H. And I'm going to give you the very buttoned up, very Reader's Digest summary of this experiment. okay. So the experiment started by putting an event random generator in, in a controlled room, in a controlled space. So maybe in your mind's eye, just imagine a great big empty warehouse, okay? And um, the path of the random event generator. So think of a Roomba. We all know those, those little vacuums that go around and vacuum a space On its own, right? But it's not a vacuum, it's just a mechanism that moves. But it was programmed to move left 50% of the time and right 50% of the time. So all this thing does is just move in different directions all around the warehouse. And the experiment shows, the controlled experiment shows, that when you let this random event generator with its little wheels or whatever the mechanism is just have free range through this warehouse or through this space, that it went up and down, to the left, to the right, over, across, diagonally. It went all different ways and it actually covered and spanned the entire warehouse, okay? But then they did an intention experiment is what they called it. So, we're going to shift just a little bit. Chickens, when they hatch their chicks, the little teeny cute little fluffy baby chicks, those baby chicks will follow the first influence they spot or they see. And typically that first influence is mama chicken, okay? And what that little baby chick will do is it will follow it around. If the mama chicken goes to the left, it goes to the left. If the mama chicken goes to the right, it goes to the right. There's this little baby chick that is always following mama chicken. Wherever mama chicken goes. Okay, Imprinting. It's literally imprinting, learning where to go. Now, if the first thing that baby chicken sees is a human, there have been experiments done that show that that little baby chicken will follow that human around. We've seen those cute little things on Facebook. Little chickens who are confused about who their mama is. Maybe it's a pig or I don't know. But basically, little baby chicks follow the pattern or the footsteps of the first object or person or thing or human or animal that it comes in contact with, okay? And it follows it around. It imprints, it learns from its influence. In this particular experiment, the intention experiment, they took a baby chick and they had its first object that it followed around be this little uh, random event generator, this little teeny machine that moves 50% of the time to the left and 50% of the time to the right. And this little baby chick was just following around this little machine that was moving all around the warehouse. To the left, to the right, up, down, diagonally, this little baby chick was just following this, this machine that was randomly you know, set to go left and right equal times, equal amounts of time. What was interesting in this intention experiment is they put this cute little baby chick near the warehouse but unable to follow the random generating machine. And so it put it in this little, this little cage where it was unable to follow the random generator. But what was interesting was when they started to follow the direction of the random generator once the baby chick was in the cage, the random generator hung out on the side of the warehouse or the space where the baby chick was caged. And this had everybody scratching their heads. So basically, you have this baby chicken who is sending out the electrical impulses or the thoughts. Boy, I sure would like to be following mom, the little random, the machine. And my heart would like to be following mom or be close to mom. And there was nothing in that baby chick that got, that, that got in that baby chick's way. There was nothing in that baby chick that made her go, well, maybe she doesn't love me because I'm not pretty enough or maybe she doesn't want to hang out with me because I'm not smart enough. Like She just set the electrical intention, the thought or the feeling or the intention, I'd like to be near mom and the heart agreed. But what's really kind of blowing my mind here is the random generator basically complied. It hung out in the one half of the warehouse closest to the baby chick, where before they did this controlled experiment, it had free range all over the warehouse and it used every inch of that warehouse. It was all over the place, but when it was being intended and desired to hang out close to the baby chick, it complied. So you have a baby chick and a piece of machinery that are showing us a story, telling us a story, and we're still trying to figure out more and more and more about that story all the time, more and more about the power of intention, that it transcends just human will. It's big, it's powerful, and there's something going on in the unified field that we still don't understand. So here you have this chick who can't follow mama, mama machine, because she's in a cage, but she wants to be close and therefore sending that intention, and therefore the machine is hanging out close to the baby chick, even though it was programmed to go wherever it wanted, half the time, half the time left, half the time right, and it was all over the warehouse. My mind can't quite understand what's going on, to be honest with you. There's a part of me that goes, what does it matter i'm just i 'm just more interested in the fact that that was even the outcome at all i 'll leave that to the quantum physicists, but it makes me realize there's something very deep going on. so if a baby chick has the power to influence a machine, a random generated machine programmed to go right half the time and left half the time basically has the power to influence that machine to hang around close to the side of the warehouse where the cage is on nothing more than thought and feeling that to me says there's something going on in the quantum field in the unified field and why not take advantage of that if if everything is is being influenced by thoughts and feelings Maybe it's time to start being more deliberate. Maybe it's time to not let our worry and our fear tell us where we're going to land. Which, by the way, will be on the fear and worry worry channel, which will attract more things to be afraid of and worry about. Let's start being more deliberate with our thoughts. Let's start being more deliberate with our feelings. And at the end of the day... If this is so far out there that you're like, I just can't wrap my head around it. I get it. Maybe not now. Maybe it's not the time. But my intention with this podcast, my feeling, my heart with this podcast is to maybe make you think about how powerful you are, how powerful your thoughts are when they're coupled with the vibration that matches them, empower you To start living your life more deliberately instead of accidentally. Because, you know, the argument is, if we really can create our reality, let's not create it accidentally anymore. Let's create it with some serious intention. So, once again... This is quite a big idea Ah, for some of you. For some of you, this is absolutely old hat and this this is just more confirmation and maybe a nice reminder that, hey, I haven't meditated and deliberately created something that I want. Maybe it's time to carve out some time to do that. Maybe this is the first time you've heard this and you're scratching your head going, I don't know, I don't know. Well, give it some thought. So... If we can wrap our heads around the idea, yes, we are very powerful beings with incredibly powerful thoughts. And when we back up those incredibly powerful thoughts of all the things that we want with really powerful, good-feeling emotions like love and freedom and joy, what can we create? Holy smokes, I can, I'm here to tell you, my life is unrecognizable today in beautiful ways. And it doesn't have to be about superficial things like money and homes and cars and savings and bank accounts. It can be. It can be love. It can be um, career advancements. It can be, you know, things that fulfill your heart. It can be something as small as, you know, um, attracting friends with dogs that want to hang out at the dog park. Whatever, whatever you want. But what I will say is, give this some thought. What have you got to lose by experimenting with it? So if you're your your challenge, let's call it a 30-day challenge. Your 30-day challenge is this. Find something that you want to influence in your life. Be intentional with what those look like or how, what they feel like. If it is a new job, I want the job to be flexible. I want the job to have a little commute. I want the job to have a manager that I really like. And I want the job to be at least what I'm making, if not more. If you want to be really specific, you can say 20000 more than what I'm making right now. And then when you go into a meditation, 5, 10, 15 minutes a day for 30 days, whatever you can spare, I'll take it. And you say, I want you to visualize that it's already happened. You already got the job. You love your manager. Visualize yourself, nice little commute, $20,000 more coming in. Wonderful manager, loving the work, and you're there and you're just, your heart is full and you can feel your heart being full and you can feel your heart being full of gratitude. Imagine it's already there. That way, your thoughts and your heart are lined up and do it for 30 days. Don't worry about how it's gonna happen. Don't worry about when it's going to happen because all that's going to do is start introducing stress. (laughs) And stress is not the emotion we want your heart to carry as it's creating and influencing, right? Do this exercise every day for 30 days. In the meantime, love the job that you have because you don't want to counterbalance all of that great work you're doing in meditation. Then go back and just be pissed off at work. Find any little nugget about work that you can to make it enjoyable and see what happens. At the end of the day, what's the worst that will happen? This was entirely free. Entirely free and you've got nothing to lose. So I hope you take this 30 day challenge. I hope you start to realize through all of this that you have the power to influence your environment. And there's some really great books that you can read up to learn more about all of this. I would say Becoming Supernatural is a really good one. Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer is a really good one. What the Bleep is a really great movie that you might enjoy. There's all kinds of of documentaries. There's one called Heal, H-E-A-L. If you're interested in manifesting something around health and wellness and your body's ability to heal itself, there's some fascinating um, uh, stories in that movie, Heal, and allow yourself to go on the journey. It's a fantastic journey. What you will find on the other side is you were more powerful than you ever gave yourself credit for. And that is a beautiful thing to un- uncover, to learn and discover about yourself. And that's my wish for all of you. That's my wish with my head and my heart. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Zen Room, everyone, and I look forward to having you tune into future podcasts. But for now, have a great rest of your day and go create something fantastic. Bye for now.